assuming you're rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Welcome back to the Unexpected Podcast. It's your girl, KP, the voice of perspective. And I'm Reese Boogie, Mr. Handsome. I'm not going to go into everything this time because we got special guests in the building. We got Mr. Sheldon. We got Mr. Bailey, the Whatever It Take podcast. We're going to get into a little bit about what they do, where they from, you know, all the work they do in the community with the kids, with everything else. So let's get started. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourselves, guys. What inspired you guys to come together and start a podcast? Well, a little bit about me. Have, my name is Sheldon Thurgood. First and foremost, I want to thank you guys for having us. Oh, yes, of sir. Of course. Yes, yes, sir. Podcast, yes. You know what I'm saying? It's going down. You know, you're my brother. You're yeah. my brother, so yeah. I had to get you on. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, well, me, a little start of me playing ball. I always introduce people with my livelihood of sports. Yeah. Right. You know, and that's I think that's what served my purpose of doing what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. Um, basketball and sports. Um, my dad and you know, the family always making me, you know, go and compete, you know, giving it all I got yeah. on the field. And all that now is what I'm doing. Right. You know, and basically what I was giving back on the field and doing and, and you know, be playing as a team, team player, you know, becoming competitive. Uh, I know you was in basketball. <laughs> yeah. I know you, you was very uh, much a good team player in basketball. Right. So I get it. Right. I get and, the connection. And, and so that's kind of led me through my journey. It's a, it's a story. I got a whole story. Yeah. So I wrote my book. So make sure y'all get the book. I'm going ahead and yeah. introduce that yeah. now. Whatever it takes on Amazon, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, team players. So that's what kind of bring me and uh, my mentee, Bailey, man. It's, it's an awesome guy here, man. He's just an uh, incredible young man. I'm so proud of him. I could just spend right. the whole thing and go on him if I want to just give him his kudos. Uh, going to the, one of the top schools in high school next year. Kudos to him. Right. Oh, nice. Yes, yeah, sir. My turn, my turn. Okay, so, you know, my name is, <laughs> my name is Bailey Moore. Um, I'm an author, motivational speaker, soon to be artist. Uh, so, basically what I do, I'm hoping to use my um my books, my speeches, my art, you know, just to, like, motivate um the youth today, you know, keep, right. them, keep them on the right path. You know, that's my goal. Just trying to raise the right generation. Right, but how y'all come together as far as... uh. Minty and, and yeah, how y'all met and uh, you know the podcast came about. Oh uh, well, speaking, I've been knowing Bailey. Yeah, man, we got way pictures. before we started. Crazy. Yeah, way before we started. The just podcast. Um, speaking at events, and I met up with him, and then we just kind of uh, clicked on there, right. you know, because I I'm always in for the kids. I love the youth and trying to impact those guys. Yeah, I meet so many kids right. all the time, and a lot of those guys I have outreach. So I forgot to speak about their good deeds as a nonprofit organization that I run. And a lot of these great kids will come out and do outreach with. Right. So we have a whole, my group, plus other kids in the inner city, uh, um, in the community, uh, at risk. I mean, we have them all. They come out and they serve the community, the homeless. Uh, it's, it's what awesome. age groups do you? Uh, man, if they can walk and, and know how to. <laughs> Use their hands to give. Yeah. Right. Man, we go. I can go all the way back to the youngest we had was uh, Jordan. She started at like five. Oh, that's you awesome. know, and then her little friends from there, and they all just came and volunteered. So I think that's awesome, just because I know that kids are at their most. Um, what is the word? They're at their most honest and pure and you know so you know when they do something is from the heart like it's because they want to as opposed to oh well i guess i'll just go to make it good they're so vulnerable and eager to just hear what you have to say to them yeah 
tell them what to do and they go and do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those two girls was like, well, Jordan, she was one of my leaders on the team. Mm-hmm. So she told me what to do. Basically. What year What year did you start a nonprofit and all that type of stuff, though? I started on Thurgood Deeds in 2013. Okay. And um, actually, that came about, if y'all, I get to talking sometime about my story. It's kind of, uh, what you call it? It's, it's very exciting. It's a, right. It's a surreal story of how I got there. You know, and the things that's been happening in the community. So, um, but leaving juvenile, I was working juvenile right. detention. and I know. Yeah, you know, and I learned a lot from those kids. Reese can write a book about that. Right. Know, about the kids that we dealt with inside the units and dealing with their, uh, you know, the fights, the, yeah. you know, just needing that leadership, just needing somebody. While everybody in there wild and out, you got that one D.O. Right. That can just say, hey, man, yeah. look, man, this is what I think you need to do. Right. And that's the one the kids uh, in that type of program, they be really just need mentees. Yeah. I mean, mentors to help them out along the way, because when you cling to them and you show them that you really care about them, yeah. they listen to you. They don't feel like you just there for a check. So they always trying to, you know, do something to make you proud every time you walk in and show you, hey, man, I was good today. You know what I'm saying? Just because they feel like you care about them. And I know you've been doing that a lot in the community, too, even with the homeless and all that type of stuff. You know, like you make them people feel good when you go out there and just talk to them. And, you know, I, I see your videos where you just out there hanging out with them, talking to them, you know, feeding whatever the case may be. So you do a great job in that field anyway. So appreciate it, man. And, and that's why I got my shirt on. I represent. I don't want to take too much bait. So when I get to <laughs> when I get to talking about this type of stuff and, and loving on my people, the kids and homeless people as Reset is it just means a lot to my heart. You know, I, I always say purpose, and I represent that. Um, if you get a chance, read Romans eight twenty eight. It's all about God's purpose, right? You know? So, um, but yeah, man, just really impacting the homeless and the youth, and, and my outreach does that a lot. And I'm showing kids we're not just giving just to give, right? But it's I want them to learn why are you giving, right? You know, who are the people you're giving to, right? And they sit there and they already know I have kids that, that even, you know, saved up to, you know, give back to them. Right. Yeah. They felt like, or give their socks or give things. And just seeing that and doing it because they see you do it. See, see me doing right. it, knowing it's a need. A need. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you um, want to start this path in motivational speaking, writing books, influence the, the your generation and younger? Okay. So, um, I also forgot to mention, I started my business, Be More You Publishing, in 2017. And um, I can say... How old were I, you then? I was nine. Oh, okay. Nine so that's old. dope. And I can say I started it just because like of the people that helped me get to that point. My grandfather, mm-hmm. all my uncles and mentees and stuff like that because uh, they kind of they kind of fixed me up. So, <laughs> so because um, when I was younger, my parents had divorced. You know, right. And I, I, you know, me and my little mind, I'm thinking, oh, it's my fault. So... I'm going up to school. I'm making decisions. I'm not posting, not good decisions. Acting up in class, doing all, being a class clown, all, right. all that stuff. So, but, start um, acting out. Yeah, yeah. But my grandfather, he would send me letters. He lived in California, and um, he would send me letters, and that's how I really got into writing. Because mm. oh, um, awesome. yeah, we would write back and forth to each other instead of just calling. Yeah. And then I've always had my uncles and my uh, mentors on my side just to like you know inspire me. That's dope uh, that your fa- grandfather started uh, writing you because I know Fonz was out there yeah. and he was still writing. So, <laughs> yeah. But he didn't even know, he didn't even know doing that he was going to motivate you to become an author. So that's dope how that even happened anyway. Yeah, after, um, he unfortunately passed away, but you know, after that, I just, 
I've always just been writing after that. Right. Um, I'll, I'll fill up entire notebooks of just right. silly stories. So uh, my first book, Mr. RG is Missing, it was really just based off of my experience with my parents' divorce, how I acted out, how I reacted to that. And so, but I'm also what I learned from that situation, how I was able to fix myself and make better decisions. So hopefully I was like um, hoping that when other kids read that book, that they would react the same way. Right. They would somehow make better decisions. Not even, you know, go that, you know, like, go that deep into it. That's did, awesome. Did you see yourself uh, being a, like a motivational speaker and all that type of stuff? When you <laughs> no, at, no, at, no, I've never been um like, like him. Like, right. you know, I've always been an introvert. So uh, when I, I started speaking a year after I started my business and I was not ready for right. it. <laughs> uh, actually, I had to... Um, I know him very well, Mr. Patton. He's the one who helped me learn how to speak and stuff right. like that. I was, I would actually cry because I was so scared you were to scared. speak. But I would practice over and over again. And really, I don't. And when I write, I write how I feel. I write from the heart. So really, whatever I'm thinking is what I'm going to say to you, and yeah. hopefully, it, it inspires you. It's just all from experience. The so. good thing is that when you write, you have a passion to write, and whether it's like you said, a story that you're telling, something straight from the heart, mind. Um, it's a gateway to speaking because right. you're able to put your words, you know, in order how you want it to de be yeah. delivered to the reader, right? Oh, so absolutely. when you actually start speaking, it becomes natural. And then now you're speaking as in storytelling. Right. And yeah. You're drawing the audience in. So I'm sure you are great now because you are very uh, articulate and just oh. everything so i think it's just gonna get better um and i'm not saying articulate as in i underestimated you but <laughs> you are a youngin right. <laughs> and you know and sometimes people are so nervous and they it gets the best of them and i just wanted to applaud you on your presence now oh, thank you um so yeah i'm i'm appreciative of young people speaking and the didn't you just people. graduate top of your class <sighs> like i know you're going to the i know you're gonna go to one of the top i know uh, I, high I, schools. And I, I know i know that i know that but like <laughs> i'm still a little bit mad that i didn't graduate at the top of my class okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know you but like, i wasn't valedictorian that's not good that's not good so, it, it is you know. good you just wanted to do bad. Yeah, it's right. good though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's great. It's hey, not what I want. I ain't gonna so. tell you what I graduated, so you great. <laughs> just shoot yeah. for your next level. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you know what you gotta do. You gonna have to step it up a notch, yeah. baby. Oh, yeah. But that's great though that you. Go ahead. You did great. But I think that that's great that you even had that motivation for yourself though. Mm -hmm. You're going into high school, so that lets me know where you're gonna put yourself in high school and in four years from now you will get where you want to be. So that's dope. So, yeah. Bailey, I do want to ask you a question because I ha I don't have, um, I don't have any children. Um, I, I am connected to those who have children and other children in passing. Um, but I don't get a lot of time to discuss certain things with kids who are able to verbalize. Right. Um, and so with the pandemic, right? Um, everybody went through these adjustments, changes, everything. Uh, how was your schooling during that time? What was your mindset? What motivated you to keep going? Um, I can say 
I feel like every every kid was affected the same mm -hmm. way because I've talked I've even talked to my friends about it. We literally all said the same thing, you know, being cooped up at the house doing right. virtual like. You know, you know, at first it's like, oh, yeah, we ain't got to go to school. But right. it was like, you can't talk to your friends like that yeah. no more. <laughs> Turn your camera on. It's yeah. like, it's, right. it was it was different for sure. Yeah. So completely different. I was able to get my work done. I can say I had no problem with that because right. that's easy to me. I've always had all A's. You know, just do the work. Yeah. Right. But it was just a completely different experience not being able to interact with my friends, my teachers yeah. and stuff like that. Kind of got lonely at sometimes because, yeah. you know. Mom at work. I'm at the house doing this. Ain't nothing to do. So yeah. did you learn how to cook though? I can make ramen noodles. I know that taught that, that situation taught a lot of kids how to how to uh, cook for themselves too during that yeah. time. Please how don't cook without uh, supervision. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Come back mom, to the house. Make sure that don't cook. Uh -oh. without <laughs> yeah. But out house. even with that, you being cooped up in the house. You being disconnected from your friends now that I mean we're still going through a pandemic, but it's not as bad. Did you guys filter back into the school? How is that now? Is that uh, even awkward or back to normal? So actually, during that same school year when we had first year virtual, it was a time where they went back into the school. Okay, like you had an option to, or if you weren't doing good enough, you're like, yeah, yeah, go back into school. You gotta make sure you're doing. What the did work. you choose? Uh, I stayed at home. Simply because I wanted to say it's safe, but we were able to go back to school this year. I liked it. I can say this was my best year. Do you, yeah. so is it because of like the precautions that they put in place or is it more like less people or like, why do you think that that was your best year? What? Oh, no, no, no. My bad. I'm talking about this year that I did this year. My bad. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, this, this year was my best year. The, um, um, the year when I did virtual not so much it's hard to keep attention like your attention span right. with virtual uh even as an adult like <laughs> we're right. struggling on the computers and not working it but you know with your camera on and trying to stay focused like that's understandable okay, so i can say um the school did a good job you know making sure that we kept our cameras on so that yeah. we can know that right. we were there so i was i didn't really have trouble with the attention, attention. But I know some kids did because they would call their names and they would not answer. And you forgot you were in class. Yeah, they would be falling asleep in class and yeah. stuff like that. I can say some kids, I know they have been through that, but not me. You know, my household a little bit different. Right. My, you mother, have siblings? Don't, my, my mother don't play. So. No, <laughs> no, I'm an only child. Oh, you're the only child. So how do you motivate yourself like every day as far as going forward with that type of stuff? What's, where the motivation come from? Like you know, being so young and getting the grades and, and getting the work done and, and whatever the case had people. to be during the pandemic, you had to motivate yourself because, you know, your mother put every all the expectations on you leaving the house every day that you was going to get it done. Because I was around a kid that he playing a game like this, mm -hmm. you know, but he got his computer on while he working yeah. because he was involved in the game and trying to do his classwork at the same time. But what was your motivation just to stay focused? Well, I can say... My mother raised me right because I'm I'm already used to doing work, so the work is not even that hard to me. But then also I gotta meet meet the expectations. Right. You know my all my um my mentors and uncles have been time into me to make sure that yeah. I I raise the right. I have to meet those expectations because it's like you know better. Right. And then also I gotta be a role model too. I'm an Arthur. I um I'm a motivational speaker. I can't be going around here saying this and that, but then I'm not doing good. Yeah, walk it. 
Yeah. Yeah, you gotta walk it too. It's just like let's go. Well, Sheldon, uh, what's up, man? I know you got your feed the homeless uh drive coming up this Saturday, man. Tell yeah, us a little yeah, bit yeah, about yeah. that because I know it's your birthday weekend, and like people like me, <clears throat> I like to just turn up from Monday through Sunday. But with you, don't we know it? You give back. <laughs> to the community during your birthday weekends. You know, you got a lot of stuff you do with the kids. You got a lot of stuff you do with the homeless. Like, just tell us a little bit about what you got going on this weekend with that. Yeah, uh, so Saturday, June 4th, uh, myself, um, the organization, Baylo, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> be in the building and what we doing is a feed the need for the homeless right. for my birthday. So everybody always like, you know, Sheldon, what, what, what you want to do for your birthday? And I just always have art for people. Right, you know, and I felt like I want to celebrate with them you know, for my birthday, so right. giving back to others. So that was on my agenda for this year, and of course, after that, um, I'll be with the kids at the main event. This oh, yeah, oh, yeah, so he hosting it. And shout out to the G Boys, they hosting it That's as well. Nice. So, I can say that I really admire Mr. That one thing about Mr. Sheldon is that I, I literally called him. Cause he um he told me that he wanted me to host. I was like, oh yeah, of course. I was like, so what you gonna do for your birthday, y'all? Nothing much, y'all. But I'm having this event. I was like, right. it's your birthday. But right. he's always putting others first. You know, he's always making sure that you know, like he um he goes to the the elderly homes to feed the homeless right. and stuff like that. He's um he likes to meet his purpose, which is to help need or to help people in need. Right. So I admire that about him. That's really. And Sheldon, I know every year, I don't know if it's every year, but I have seen that you do banquets where you give away awards. Yeah, um, yeah, that was dope. And what kind of awards are you giving out at these banquets and stuff like that? So that one was a, a partnership with me and um, shout out to Jen. We just wanted to put something, something together that year mm-hmm. to see you know, reward all these guys, man. It was a lot of kids out there just doing great things. Right. And we wanted to to show our appreciation with my kids and just all the kids around the city. Right. Um, that was just one thing we just, we did. And then we got hit with the pandemic and kind of slowed down. Messed up a lot. Yeah. Of, so right. we want to revisit that. We are going to go back. The mayor showed up. Yeah, I um, seen that. Yeah, I seen the mayor. Awesome. A lot of the council people. I mean, it was dope. You know, for the first year it was live. So we, we're, Going to talk about that. I'm glad you brought that up because we trying to maybe maybe do that. Yeah, again. man. I, I w- we had just Andy here. Uh, just asked Andy here last week, and I was telling that I knew somebody that knew the mayor. She was saying like <laughs> she being and doing stuff for people, and she was like, all she want to do is open up a park. And I'm like, well, man, I know somebody that know the mayor. Maybe y'all can get together. <laughs> you know, we can figure out how to get this park done. But I actually think that's a dope idea, even for you. You know, because you do so much in the community, man, that that'll be something looking forward to as far as a park or just anything like that with your name on it. So oh, hopefully man. you can get trust, that when it's all said and done. Trust Shoot me, that, that that's always God. The Lord knows if nobody else. <laughs> I pray to him all the time about different things. Of that yeah, nature, yeah. Just a whole bunch of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, so. But, you know, with us, though, they give it to us when we gone. You need to get your roses while you're here. Because yeah. you, you coming up on your 10-year anniversary next year of doing what you've been doing yeah. and that's a long time a lot of people get discouraged mm-hmm. you no know, because when you giving to people or giving back you not you spending a lot of your own money you you begging for donations you asking people to help out and do all that but a lot of people they be i got you man 
And you know they don't show up. But with you, you continue to stay motivated regardless of this. I pulled up on you one time. You had like a back seat full of like diapers and pillows <laughs> and just whatever. Just a lot of clothes in your car. And you was ready to go take it and give it to like the old folks home or something like that. So, you know, like I said, I've been knowing, man. You've been doing it for a long time, man. I appreciate you. Because you motivate me. What I call, what I call you every time. I always tell you my mentor. Yeah. See, we about the same age. <laughs> yeah. I always say you motivate me to get it going. Yeah. So, hey, age yeah. is nothing but a number. Yeah. Hold on, I ain't old. Inspire. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's great to inspire, and um, what you guys are doing is really great. And we see you. You know, um, what I did want to ask you guys if you could name like one instance that was very like influential in the path that you guys are going so someone or something or something that kind of gave you that, that extra push that was i'll be waiting on stuff like that <laughs> so good question huh it's awesome my grandma Mm. I mean, I knew he was going to say that too. Though. I mean, hey, she part of the book, man. She She's 98. Mm. And she just blessed and she keeps me moving. She keeps me motivated mm. at 98. You know, she still tell me, you know, what to do. And she, she speaks the word into me. Mm. So the things that she say, I listen. I don't say nothing. Right. I just smile and be like, Grandma, you still got your mind. She said, oh, it don't even matter if I can't walk no more. I can still, yeah. I still can use my mind. Yeah. I still can think. I still can tell you what to do. And, <laughs> and, and you right. know, and she's just so, you know, inspirational. She's my spiritual leader. Um, and, the, and the list keeps going. So right. my grandma. Sure. That is awesome. Uh, me? I don't, I don't know. I want to say this. I'm, I'm I'm gonna say all the people in my life. Right. Okay. You don't wanna get in trouble. Just give it to everybody. I gotta make sure to say everybody. I know to everybody. Teachers too. Man, but for real, I wanna thank all of them because they've made me the person I am today. Like they've always just been on me to keep on pushing to um, motivate me to make sure I do what I do, you know, while still having fun and being passionate about like what I want to do. Like they're always there to support me, like whatever I do. Like I just got into art, right? Maybe about a, a year ago. I never thought I was gonna do art, but now I'm actually want to pit, you know, like my business into art. Like, what kind of art is it? Um, I don't. It's. Because art got a lot of it's a yeah, lot of yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot of art out there. I, it's, are you drawing? Are you taking pictures? Are you painting? I'm, I'm, are you? I'm drawing. I want to get into painting, but I'm mostly drawing on paper. Okay. I'm getting into digital. Like I'm trying to explore different things, like doing right. NFTs and stuff like that. Like all of that, I want to be able to you know actually invest my time into that. And my they're always there to support me. Right. Yeah. You know I got to do this, especially my mother. You know, <laughs> not you before, my mother. <laughs> That's that's obviously my day one. Right. Like she's the one who um told my grandpa about the situation. She's like always trying to find a way to just make sure I succeed in life. Right. She will go she will go to jail for me. Right. To make sure <laughs> I succeed right. and that I, I grow old and hell So she ain't just life. one of the parents that say I'm going to jail. She yeah, really she gonna go. Really <laughs> But she will act a fool to make sure I do <laughs> Right. But then she will also get on me to make sure I do what I need to do. So you know, I want to thank you, Mother. 
Well, I want to talk a little bit about y'all uh, podcast, though, man, because, you know, we really haven't got on that. What is your podcast about, though? So we we came together. It's more so of a bridging the gap. Mm-hmm. You see Bailey, you see a young teenager, and you see me. Uh, uh, older. Uh, say it, say it, Bailey. Like, Bailey, gonna say it. Uh, old. Me, so, I'm, I'm a little making You see me? You know, my years, up in years. I know. A young adult. A young adult. There you go. A wise old man. A wise old man. Say it, baby. So, yeah, we, it's, I think life in some instances, you will have a young a young guy, you have an older guy, you know, you see a lot of disrespect. You know, in some situations, you might see that a lot of times I get, Help from Bailey. Like we can come together and not just me being the older guy to give information. I learn from him. So we try to show the world that hey, you can learn from each other. You know, we can work together as a team. Right. We don't have yeah. to be like just because he's fourteen. Oh, you don't know what you're talking it's about. It's two different yeah. generations. We're two all different. all raised different. You know, right. we have different technology and stuff like that. He was born. He was born in the sixties. Oh, yeah. Yeah. he probably didn't even have technology when he yeah, was born. Ain't about technology. Though. You, oh you still teaching him how to work the cameras and stuff. I think we we even had a show with two on there. We were right, talking about yeah. two. Talking about the, uh, two can name you every little games, and I'm up here talking about what Sega the Sega Gen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What we were yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, you should really show your age with yeah, the Sega Gen. Yeah, we did. It's like two di- two different generations, yes. different yeah. perspectives on yeah. things, different opinions yeah. on things. I can say for sure, my generation that I grew up in, we're more ex- like we express ourselves a little right, bit right, more right. about how we feel and because y'all got opinion. a platform, yeah, and our yeah. opinion on things. We y'all, all we, y'all could do is this every day and express how y'all really feel. Mm-hmm. But we had an episode, I think it was our first episode, where we was talking about uh, like the youth yeah. and and God. What's right? missing? What's missing in right. our community? What's but it? I know part of it though. I want to ask because we were saying if it's kids, uh, are they still believing God and stuff like that in y'all generation? Because as far as that, I feel like it's just depending on how I can't even say it's, it's how you like where you come from or how you're raised because some kids they don't they don't care like right they don't even care. You can be raised in the most religious family ever. Right. They don't. They won't. Even God. I, right. Man, I can't say nothing about I'll try to, you know, be like, hey, you know, I try to spread right. the word, but you know, not everybody not gonna agree with me. Because in our so, era, we was kind of forced to go to church. We had to read the Bible every now and then, singing the you choir, whatever. You had to be a part of something that was dealing with it. Right. But y'all generation, I really don't hear or see, and like I said, I work with you, but a lot of youth I work with, they detained. So a lot of them, they ain't they don't even talk about God. They don't they know don't nothing know, about it. Yeah. By that life. yeah like, so I know you want to speak the on that too. Thing, I think the biggest thing and what we talked about was, I think that's why there's such an influx of violence, suicides, you know, because when you start to um, ground them in what is hope, right? Mm-hmm. Like what is faith? I think you develop that everything can get better. Right. right. So like if you look to turn inward and, you know, um, you you always know that, OK, things can get better. Um, and so the more that our generation and the ones coming after us 
are veering away from not necessarily just the church in whatever interpret that to mean, um, but just the belief system, the faith that goes along with it, I think it's going to continue to have an uh, influx in those things. Um, I'm not saying that that's the catch all, you right. know, but I think that's a major root um, because hope was such a pivotal thing in our communities. Right. right? Um, even during, if you want to take it all the way back to, you know, the discrimination and the slavery and, you know, all of that hope played such a big part in, um, resilience. And I can say nowadays my generation, although some of them, you know, they're they're going on the right path. Like you said, they, y'all like, yeah, I had hope and stuff like some some kids just don't care and they just right, they don't listen how, and they we're just, seeing that. they just live in life how they live it they oh they um I don't, I don't even know how to describe it they don't care whatever happens happens, happens. you know i'm just yeah. gonna roll with it but they don't care some and kids thing, don't care about their future another thing too though i think it's a lot being taken out of y'all generation like as far as the spiritual god you don't really see that too much schools and took it out they don't talk about it too much on tv you know we used to be up at night if you up too late Jesus is gonna come on there and start talking <laughs> on to the you. TV. Right. Yeah. And then so we <laughs> had to church. we had to listen to the older people in the neighborhood mm-hmm. because we didn't have phones to influence us. Yeah. So whatever somebody we was going through something or we was getting in trouble, it would be an older person, reach out and they'll bring us in and reel us back in. But y'all got so much influence from the phone and what y'all see and all that type of stuff. If I tell you something, well, they're not you. But if I tell you something, you say, Man, let me go to Google. You know, you might not believe me. You're going straight to see what Google say. And you be like, now nah, Google says such and such. I'll be like, but listen to me. I experienced it. I went right. through it. And I'm I don't coming care. from where you from. Right. <laughs> so that's what I think is the big gap in uh, the generation is too, though. It's, it's this technology that's going on. I think bad things about our generation. Come off as ignorant or we don't listen. We want to listen to other people. Other people because, you know, we think, oh, yeah, we this. You know, you can't tell me what to do. I know this, you know. Right, you don't. I think <laughs> even that some other older people don't. A little bit of that happened in every generation, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, think right. that's majority of the age range. Right. Like you're teenagers, so you want to be a little rebellious. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, regardless of how much you strayed right. with us, we still had that foundation to come back to, whether it was from religion background or from right. the teachings of your parents or from your grandparents' teachings, you know. It was going like, to be somewhere. It's going to be from to somewhere. You back in. The thing now is that who are these who are these kids listening to to be able to come back to that advice, you know what I mean? Um, and so we were talking about how we all kind of have a, a shared obligation um, to reach out and correct and I don't want people to over go out there and just overstep and tell other people kids what to do. But in the community, that's how, you know, the older people, you know, raised us. It took a village. And so we all have a responsibility to help, to reach back, to correct someone when they're wrong in a good way, you know, not, you know, right. inviting violence and everything. But and I think that's along the path of what you're doing. So. I mean, and Bailey, I'm gonna want to give your mother a shout out because <laughs> I've been hearing you say your mother, your mother, your mother, and being a single mother raising yeah. a young black man, 
it's really hard for a lot of women to do yes. in today's time. So for her to be so consistent with you to make sure that you are on the path that you on, it's pretty dope. So I want to give a shout out to you, moms. You know, that's I know who, she listening at I the know. door. <laughs> <laughs> But also, I heard you mention all your uncles and everybody else too. Right. And not to take anything away from mama, because I know she was day one all day, right? But when it comes down to men stepping in, right? right you need that too. We need that. So shout out to them. Ooh, too. Man, it's funny how I miss some of my It's so funny how I miss some of my Crazy. I'm going to give you one. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not gonna say who he is, but um, I met him when I was about I think nine years old, mm -hmm. and no, no, eight years old, right? Okay. And that's when I was still acting out, right? And uh, so my mother was through with it. <laughs> she took <laughs> she took me to the um, it's like this juvenile place. Right, right, right. She was like, "You gonna be in there if you keep on acting the way you are." And Mama went straight, scared yeah, straight. And right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's um, I guess she knew the um the man, and mm -hmm. he talked to me instead of making it all. So he actually talked to me. He was like, "Hey man, you gotta make better decisions because." You can instead of being this and that, you can be down here with them. So that was a pivot point in your life to where yeah. you was like, "Let and me I've get right." I've always stayed in contact with him, and then our relationship just grew more and more. And he's he's still here to this day. Why you don't want to give him his name, man? Give him a shout out. I'm saying Uncle Bone, shout out to Uncle, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Bone. The reason you know he helped you with that pivot point in your life. Play that part. So tell people where they can find you, where they can purchase your books and okay. whatever. All right, so. Start off with my books. You can purchase my books on Amazon and on my website at www.baileyseymour.com. Bailey Seymour? Yeah, Bailey Seymour, um, the letter C. Mm -hmm. I'm more, M-O-O-R-E.com. And um, in my my Instagram is Be More You Publishing. And, um, but you can find the podcast, mm -hmm. our podcast, our Instagram is Whatever It Takes Podcast. Our YouTube is Whatever It Takes Podcast. And I believe that's all we have. And that's whatever, like without whatever. the ER, yeah. whatever. Whatever it gotcha. takes. Whatever <laughs> it takes, fuck yeah. um, Here, you can find my book, Whatever It Takes, on Amazon and on my website at www.sheldonthurgood.com. And you can find me on Instagram on Sheldon Thurgood. On Facebook at Sheldon Thurgood. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that's the old. I forgot my bad. Okay, that's the old people I have too. I'm on. I guess I'm on. I'm on I guess I'm on Facebook too. So. <laughs> Reminding Bailey. Yeah, you can be more focused on Facebook. Yep, yeah, that's, that's old people. So Thurgood Deeds on Instagram and Thurgood Deeds um, on Facebook. Well, thank you for being here with us today. We really appreciate you guys' time. Keep doing what you're doing in the community. Like I said, we see you, we appreciate you, and we know that you guys are going to continue to do great things. Thank you. Thank you. I ain't got too much to say. This is my brother. I appreciate him coming out. I appreciate Bailey. I got to learn a lot about him. He motivation yeah. to, you know, the youth that's coming up. So be on the lookout for him. He got a lot going. Shelter, continue to do what you're doing in the neighborhood. I'm always be there, you know, whatever you need. Holler at me. We out of here. Peace.